Welcome to Fuck the Laundry, conversations for purpose-driven women who have better things to do. I'm your host, Elise Nation, intuitive transformation coach and highly sensitive mum of two, on a mission to empower you to be the shero of your story. Join me as we explore how to 10x the shit out of life, love and business. Hello, beautiful mama sister, glorious, magical woman out there. I hope you had an amazing weekend full of nurturance, nourish, nourishment and pleasure and joy and all of the things. And I hope you just found some time to be kind to you. And As I record this, I have just done that for myself. I like to take, usually it's Sunday afternoons or evenings, as my time out from my duties as a mum and a fiancé and all of those things and reflect and give back to myself and also share the stuff um, with you. So this week's episode, I feel I'll talk a little bit about problems and some things that have come into my awareness this past week that have really helped me shift sort of my perspective on that. And as as you do, you hear things over and over and over and over and I feel like the more that you hear them, the more you're able to receive and this is one of those things and I was having a a chat with my fiancé about this topic because he thrives and his whole identity is built around being a problem solver Um, and creating creative solutions for his clients um, and really for anyone in his circle of influence that um, has a problem. And I definitely think that I do this too because I know that it can be like a really healthy way to express one of my values, which is to be of service in the world. Um, but I also have seen where um, it hasn't really been the best choice for me and there's been consequences um, and um, sufferings and dis-ease because of those choices. And so I definitely wouldn't consider myself a master at this. There's times where I feel like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm finally getting the hang of, of this after um, 10 plus years. And by this, I think I'm referring to specifically like, um, honoring myself in my choices and having good boundaries and, um, being able to communicate lovingly to, to people or to opportunities, um, that are for me and not for me. Um, but yeah, there's also times where I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I'm starting from scratch. (laughs) And during this conversation, um, 
his point of view was very strongly that we are here on on earth and one of our primary experiences is to solve problems um, and that's what makes up a large percentage of the reality that we live in um, and I definitely can see that it's a very very strong program it's a very strong belief system that our value particularly um, is connected with our ability to solve problems and um, and it's something I've heard time and time again also in a business sense um, many different owner business owners or coaches or leaders talk about um, you know the the more valuable the problem um, or sorry the 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 bigger the problem or um, the more valuable it is kind of that sort of thing and I find this really interesting because I know that even as I have stepped into um, the career you know in um, or career world of sort of business over the years um, and really trying to almost like behave as I could see a lot of men around me behave um, to try to achieve a certain level of success in my world um, and really I th I've spoken to it before but I moved out of home at a young age and so it was just I wanted to guarantee my survival but but I wanted to just not not just do that but beyond that I wanted to create an amazing life and I think part of it was like to maybe stick it up my stepdad <laughs> who um, I don't really get along with and I certainly couldn't live with and so that was a catalyst for me choosing to like just get out there and figure figure life out and figure out um, figure the money thing out figure um, success out figure uh, figure out career and and just like find my place in the world really and so it was a few years in to that being out on my own and, and never really feeling like going home was ever an option it's like failure wasn't an option failure meant that I would be going back home and having to live with my stepdad um, and really it wasn't just entirely him that triggered me but a lot of daddy issues um, unhealed daddy issues in feeling that someone else was in control of my life and my choices and I just didn't want that anymore I wanted to have I wanted to take the power into my own hands I wanted to make my own choices have my own experiences and also um, protect I guess myself or remove myself from judgments whilst I was having having those little those little um, turning point moments as I've heard them referred to um, so yeah where was I going I think it was <laughs> it wasn't to my early 20s when I had a relationship breakdown my my older brother had had 
a severe car accident and I just I sank into like deep anxiety and depression um I don't think I really ever called it that I I definitely was okay with saying I've had anxiety but I've never felt like super comfortable with saying I had depression because um what I really would say is like I had a lot of unresolved sadness um and mainly around feeling that I didn't have a voice um in the later stages like of my teen years and and so on so it was sort of around like my early 20s and I because of this breakup I thought that it really triggered like the this I wasn't good enough sort of stuff um as well as the other soup that I was in um in grieving this confusing time with my my brother's accident and not knowing if he was going to live or or die and so I started reading all these books these personal development books and um mindset books and success books and um habits and behaviors and I don't believe I would have probably felt as motivated to read those books if it hadn't have been for this breakup because that partner that boyfriend at the time was um quite interested in in those things and he was very fit and um and intelligent and sort of a little bit um a bit ahead of me in some ways and and so I started sponging up all of these different ways of thinking and ways of being and all of these books now when I reflect on it were written by men and they were you know specific recipes of um and particularly sales because it was I remember reading lots of sales books and and I was like desperate to find something that a career or a role that could give me some more stability and also reward me for like my hard work and working diligently and um anyway all of that I I feel was quite a lot of um points of view around like my value in the world being tied to certain things and being firstly like proving myself and also like finding problems to solve so that I could be valuable and the funny thing was was I got really good at identifying problems or like sometimes I see you know I might refer to them as like blocks or like um areas of untapped potential where these things could be improved upon to actually steer the direction of either the business or the individual um, that I was working for in the direction that I would hear them say they wanted to go in and so it's it was really interesting that a lot of the people that I experienced that weren't actually able to receive everything that I could that I sort of became aware of and um, 
it took time I think for me to even be able to communicate that what I was actually seeing in a way that um, would land for them and so I could really relate to to my partner when he you know shared about his the way he sees the world and problems and solutions and it was very much like my reality too of like find good problems offer solutions and and so it doesn't have to be just in business like perhaps you may recognize that you do this in relationships where you'll find problems or you'll find perhaps you know if you, if you have like empathic abilities or you're able to tune into um, the emotional state that someone might be in um, you could identify like tra- uh, trapped emotions that are inhibiting the person that you can see they could become that would actually perhaps create so much more joy and happiness and ease and and you hear you know these loved ones perhaps when they're in their suffering speak of how they want their life to be different or how could these problems go away and you're wanting to offer them solutions but they're actually not not really choosing it and and that's like it can be challenging it can be really like what I see triggering to your sense of value about yourself in the relationship and that if you're not able to add value to that person or you're not able to be received fully that um, you know this it's like there's a part of you that feels left out perhaps Um, and so what came to me recently actually it was during kundalini practice and uh, and actually well there's a few different ways this came but the message was this was that um, all problems are already solved and that if you were able to function from a place where you totally understand and know that all problems are already solved then you'd be in the space of actually getting and receiving the gift that every experience brings to you at any moment in time without the judgment about it, let's say being good or bad or um, being broken and needing fixing or um, being a problem that you need to come to the rescue with the solution for so that you can feel like you have a place in the world and so it was a quite a huge awareness for me because you know I had this conversation sort of like last beginning of last week with my partner and I was aware there's something different to choose like in the problem solution like conversation but I didn't have that peace yet and but I could get the energy of it when I was communicating to him I thought you know um I just knew that there was like there was definitely people functioning in different realities where um they see this they see this like 
pattern or, or like a little bit different from a slightly different perspective. And so I love this, like thinking about if all problems are already solved, like how much would that actually create? I feel like having that come to me has created so much space in in like between worrying or having anxiety or feeling um, stressed or anxious, anxious and out of breath and it actually allows there to be that pause to choose something different and I've spoken to this before but what I really became um, like noticed in myself is uh, reviewing addictions and the way that different addictions show up that you know being addicted to stress or being addicted to problem solving and actually always seeking problems to create that hit of stress like is actually an addiction um and we always do something because we we're we're getting something from it so even if a choice that creates a lot of pain or um like a perpetual pattern in relationships with an individual with our family with our children with with work with employees with money that whenever something's not working for us and we you know go into these behaviors of actually creating or looking for um problems or like stress triggering experiences and uh and it's it's like an autopilot it's just happening unconsciously until like this moment where you ask a question of is it true that all reality is based on problem solving and and you know and solving big problems to find solutions to have value in the world uh, and yeah so this is where I'm at with that um but for me personally what was really showing up was creating stress actually creating stress when if I have a higher bird's eye view about my life there's never really been anything to be super stressed about because if I look at things like there was always a solution and I was just in a process of discovering that that gift how much more peace that would have created in my life if I was able to look at any uncomfortable experience whenever it came into into my world with the with the thought of like this is already solved and I'm actually just in the process of allowing the magnificence of the universe of God the miraculousness of life to unfold before my eyes and to just be open tune to my senses and follow the breadcrumbs and see this as like the glorious game and adventure that that I knew it to be when I was up there before I had had a body and and I was like bouncing all up and down 
couldn't wait to get down here and have my have my experience try all of the flavors and so there's been a few pieces for me that has really supported me in letting go and this is a process everything's a process um but in letting go of these different addictive behaviors that i've recognized in myself um and particularly recently this one to stress and to um like my livelihood and my security and the the control that i've had around trying to like guarantee that through all of these different like methodologies of you know um successful behaviors and all of them definitely by no means like throwing throwing any of that out but um the most powerful tool above all has been faith and asking god to help me out to actually clear the way and show me what's true and to surrender into that grace in knowing that it's actually not up to me to find any answers like i don't actually have to go find any um or you know force a conclusion or um have everything available to me like right when i think i should have it that there's parts of this whole experience that are not up to me and i actually really like that now i feel like for a long time i put this pressure on myself to have it all figured out to have all the answers to not rely on anyone else to you know um to like fill in the gaps i guess um and i wanted that i actually really wanted to be able to rely on someone um to trust someone and this was really up for me particularly in with with this whole conversation in my relationship with my partner but specifically with men and all of the things that would trigger me about his behavior had like had nothing even to do with him we just trigger the shit out of each other because you know like we have very similar upbringings and so you know that's a gift because neither of us can get away from <laughs> get away from it we have to just actually be in truth or um we get catapulted apart <laughs> um so yeah i realize like all of this and this behavior of trying to um control my life and and you know everything i guess that i've spoken to all went back to that relationship and the place where i thought that i i felt like i'd lost trust and that i wasn't able to rely on someone to like to guarantee a sense of security and control and order over my life so i took that responsibility on and tried to like create it um 
my own way using lots of different examples and lots of different like recipes all from men <laughs> and you know I won't say that they failed because I definitely achieved the goals that I had set out over these times everything I've ever achieved like put down as a goal to achieve I've achieved it wouldn't say I've always got there with my body over the line because what I now know about alignment is like you know creating from what's true for you is functioning from power where all of you actually is expanded in the process rather than through force where <clears throat> every part of you is kind of like sacrificed <laughs> to get in the name of this goal and so <clears throat> plenty of times um, I may have achieved like the, the material goal but my body suffered because of it and what was so interesting was a couple of weeks ago I was doing um, a body process um, was receiving a body process from a, a good friend of mine and whilst she was doing it this this man appeared and my eyes were closed so often when I see beings or spirits like my eyes are closed um now after years of practice I also can see things with my eyes open um but in this instance my eyes were closed and there was this man standing there and he was standing to the right of me and I heard it sounded like I heard him knock over a pot off the balcony and so it was my, my close friend and one of her friends visiting from Italy. They were both working on me and I thought I thought it was him. I thought he was standing on my right side, that her friend was sort of there. And then I realized he wasn't. He was actually on the opposite side. And I didn't know who it was straight away. I just thought, gosh, this guy's like really big and he's really funny and he's having a great time. And uh, he told me to stop suffering for people. And as I sat with it later on and I was explaining that to them like who this guy was, um, I realized it, it was Jesus. And he actually showed up later in the car. Um, but he was really like comical about how long it had taken me <laughs> to actually just ask for his help um, and that he was just so excited that I was finally able to ask for his help and that he's always been there and wanted to, you know, that's all I had to do was ask. And this whole time, this whole, you know, all of the years in having this, st stemming from like a fractured relationship with my father or the father and trying to create my life through force um, and really out of alignment to my true nature had also meant that I was totally cut off from receiving um, fully like the truth of anything to do with the masculine relationship, anything to do with the father and the creator and um, 
fully also the men in my life. And it was a pretty hard pill to swallow when I had a huge um, realization about what my fiance has done for me. Um, because I never wanted to say like that, you know, a man had rescued me or ever rely on someone like that. And um, I had to actually like acknowledge that a lot of the behaviors and a lot of the the conversations we were having where I didn't feel honored and I didn't feel seen and I didn't feel heard and I felt a bit disrespected and undervalued and all of that crap was actually because I had to acknowledge that I had partly created that in not um, not acknowledging him for what he'd done for me, not fully appreciating the choice that he'd made to to support me and to get into a relationship with me when I was at a pretty vulnerable place in my life. And that was so fucking scary because I it made me think like if I say this out loud then I'm relying on him like I'm actually really putting my whole heart on the line here and um and this was like one of the scariest things I think I've ever ever done um actually allow someone to have my whole heart and to say my life would be very different without you like I couldn't have done this without you um at least not in the way that we have and there's been as you can imagine an incredible amount of healing in that because I don't know about you ladies out there but and you know, if you have an amazing relationship with your man or with men or with your father, um, that is so exciting to know um, because that is what our ch- our daughters need to see. Our daughters need to, they're looking to, to us or to our relationships as how they should engage with men, how they should let men speak to them, um, how they should speak back to them. And, you know, if you've been gifted a positive influence in that, then um, I can only imagine that it, it will create so much for you in just stability, security, knowing someone has your back, um, and actually being able to receive other people because you feel safe and you know that you can rely on other people um but also that you know you can have open communication and um be received if something doesn't always go to plan uh that you can be held in love and compassion and understanding um and so I'm grateful that now I get to see and be able to choose from here um, how to do better. But, you know, my journey wasn't that and it's been this long um, (laughs) pilgrimage of 
thinking that, you know, for the early stages, I would say thinking that there was something broken. I remember um, in my early 20s when I was in relationship with someone down in Melbourne and it was quite um, a toxic relationship and um, I certainly didn't have this way of looking at things. I just started to really get some breakthroughs and understanding about um, my own triggers and things that I wanted to work on in myself. Um, But I actually felt like I couldn't do it with him and so I separated from him because I didn't feel like he was the type of person. um, He actually did come to a workshop with me, the type of person who um, saw, saw that as important work if anything, he actually um, was the opposite. I mean, obviously I was said about abusive, but as an example, when some trauma came up for me during this workshop around sexual abuse, he actually laughed at me. He laughed at me and thought I was crazy. And fast forward, I now have a beautiful relationship with a man who from the start, when some trauma came up, didn't freak out, didn't go into judgment, just has held um, love and understanding. And of course, not always, but it is possible. (laughs) Um, So I know that that's something, a theme that's been up for a lot of relationships over the last couple of years and I've seen um, a lot of conflict and quite a lot of separations and I do truly believe that there's a level of pride and ego that's um, involved in in these separations and, and I really felt that there's been a number of times where in my relationship, that could have been a reality that it felt, um, even in the 10 seconds or the day or the two days around, um, you know, all of these triggers and energies rising in our, in our world that, um, that I could choose that reality of like going into being a single mom and raising my kids and doing it all on my own just to prove that I can and going back to that um, comfortable zone, which it sounds strange to say that that would be a comfort zone. But for me, um, in the past, it was easier for me to just like cut, cut off from relationships and go back to figuring it all out myself and thinking or getting, you know, under the illusion that that would be easier for me because I could control all of the aspects and have everything my way. So just know, like, I I feel like relationships is a big topic that is is always up for discussion, but is very hot right now. Um, And you know, if, if it's that you have a relationship and you, you're knowing that there's so much more available, then this may be a discussion to like, to consider is like, where have you not been able to fully acknowledge and appreciate 
all of the things that your partner has done for you and you're waiting for them to give that to you. Um, you know, it's like sometimes more often than not, us women have to go first and, you know, the part of me, like I guess like the wounded masculine part of me wanted to avoid like being that totally honest and truthful because, of course, the fear came up of like, well, what would that mean? Would that mean that, um, you know, I'd have to actually expand beyond myself and allow, you know, someone else in? allow someone to really like hold me and love me and have my back um because you know for the years and years it 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 um may this part of me would creep in and and think that it's like oh no one has my back oh you know when push comes to shove like there's no one there and I just end up being disappointed and like what's the point and you know whatever the gremlins like that were for me and were and perhaps are for you in when relationship gets challenging that you go to is like the comfort zone where you place yourself as the victim and someone outside of you is like the perpetrator (laughs) and there's a really interesting tool that I found super helpful with this um and it's called the trauma drama triangle I've mentioned it before but it talks about this behavior of the victim persecutor rescuer and often like when you first I remember when I first was introduced to this model of course I was like happy to acknowledge myself as the victim and like you know definitely didn't think rescuer was something to be like um something fun to choose or perpetrator but as you like explore this model deeper and the behaviors that play out in relationship and the roles that you might take whether it's like you with your partner you with your children like you with your parents in particular um you actually can see that at all times when you're functioning in this space you can't not oscillate between each one so one minute you might be a victim the next you might be a persecutor the next you might be like a rescuer and and it's a cycle and so having that tool and you know reviewing yourself in that can just be so empowering to have the awareness that this is actually where I've been functioning from and how to move into the next stage, which is um, the not enlightened version of the triangle, but like the higher vibrational part of that where um, you are empowering each other in relationship and where you're taking sole responsibility. Each, each person in their relationship takes responsibility for their triggers, for their hurts, for their behaviors, for their for their perspective and for their points of view and how they're showing up in their relationship. And um, I'd love to speak to this more, um, but that's something, you know, perhaps that might contribute to you as well uh, um, as just asking questions about what's actually true for you and, you know, who are you functioning as? Um, So, 
another quick one that whenever you get into, let's say, conflict with someone is to stop and say, like, who am I functioning as? Sometimes you might just get a straight awareness like, oh, my God, I'm being my dad. Oh, oh my God, I'm being my mom. Oh, my God, I'm I'm portraying my my partner as my my dad and and he's portraying me as his mum and you know often just asking that question having that moment can shift the dynamic or at least invite you to perhaps step away and get back to what's true for you and what's your reality with 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 all of that um and then thirdly is check out the trauma drama triangle um i'll post the link in the show notes And I'm going to keep this one pretty short and sweet. Um, So I hope you enjoyed this and please feel free to share um, with anyone you know that it might contribute to. I know that relationships is a big, like I said, like it's, it's creating a lot for everyone right now, a lot of discomfort, a lot of um, stretching and expanding and, um, catalysm for change and transformation so we all sort of i'm sure need all the tools and support we can get and if you love this conversation and you want to continue the journey with me hit subscribe and i can't wait to catch you next week in the spirit of reconciliation this podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout australia and their connections to land sea and community we pay our respect to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all aboriginal and torres strait islander peoples today